What's up, everybody? Another episode of Verbal Garbage coming at you hot and live. We're off another hiatus. Um, we're getting damn near close to some consistency again. You know, just got back into the uh, the Lagoon Street house, my parents' house, uh, about a week ago today, I guess it was, or two weeks, maybe two weeks ago. Just, you know, between the Ikea furniture, moving stuff from storage, only having a laundry room sink with no garbage disposal. It's been a, it's been another interesting experience, but back in the old room. So freshly equipped with a new Ikea mattress and, or excuse me, a bed frame that just took two and a half days of my dad doing majority of the work. I was doing the grunt work, but yeah, it was tough. So if you see them online, they're beautiful. I would kind of caution against them. They are almost more work than they're worth. I mean, my bed frame's got, you know, a headboard with like shelves you can put into it and underneath it, you got pull out drawers. So that's worth it, the storage alone, but whew, I'm a little, we talked about it before selling tools and being an absolute ignoramus when it comes to said tools and finally doing some stuff, starting to understand little things here and there. But as I keep telling a lot of my customers, you know, as much as I learn every day and I keep learning more and more, I still like being that little, that little ignorant slut who just knows nothing. And it's my cute little charm and just play dumb, like a little Valley girl and try to get them into a sale. So ah, what's been new. The main thing that I can think of is the old 30 pound herpy that I've been calling it lately. So I go to my jujitsu gym has been well-documented and, Guess uh someone had some kind of funky fun guy and got passed on to little old me. Always had really bad luck with the the infections and all this stuff. You know, I've gotten ringworm multiple times and just disgusting little runnings and now this thing on my face. It's finally you can see there's like a little mark there still, but it's not the fucking herp that it was and it it got so bad to the point where like you know, I had the little spots everywhere, but then I had spots under my chin that were just like huge red legions that were so painful. Like I got a five guys double patty one day. Shout out to the double patty assassin, my sister Jenny. Uh, and just, you know, for the listeners, I was just opening my mouth, simulating a bite of said burger. Anytime I would even open my mouth, like my chin would hurt so bad because the skin was like, felt like it was being stretched and pulled. And it was... um. It's been it's been a nightmare. It's truly like one of the worst things. I mean, I haven't been hospitalized or anything, but I haven't I've been on these medications, these creams and stuff that seem to really be zapping my energy. I haven't gone to the gym because it's contagious from skin to skin contact. So I'm just trying to play it really safe. But moved my Peloton from my brother's house to my house last my parents' house last week. And I've been on it since Sunday now, every day. But Dude, it's it's been so hard because I've been slacking on everything. So after I did it the other night, I went on the scale just for fun, and I was like 189 pounds. And I mean, I'm usually walking around at like 165. So that Freddy 30 herpy is real. It's a real problem right now. So we're currently recording and staring at the Peloton that I was on this morning before work, and now I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, I feel like I got to do it, and just this disgusting fucking wart ridden overweight nerdy ass little fuck sitting back just eating little disgusting tasty cakes when we had a super bowl party during the eagle super bowl this year 
Uh, one of my mom's friends had this big spread of like butterscotch crimpets and the peanut butter sandy cakes and all these tasty cake shits all like cut up into little s- squares with toothpicks. And I haven't had a crimpet or a candy cake and or coffee cake in years, any of those. And I had one that night after a little bong rip, as I call them a chaser. You know, after you take the hit, you always want something to chase it and wash it down with. Uh, celebrating the magical holiday that is 420. You know, I took a couple doses after work and then just ate a couple little Sour Patch watermelon gummies just to really accentuate that punch. So, yeah, on my on my work route, I unfortunately discovered a Tasty Cake outlet. And like an idiot, I walked in there one day, parked the truck outside, and the guy was like, you must be busy today. How do you get time to stop in here? I was like, well, do you have butterscotch crimpets? And I made it very clear that I had time. Um, and, you know, just sitting back watching the NBA playoffs every night, which I definitely want to go over a little bit. But you just sit there, and you don't want to eat, but you get a little, a little hunkering, and I'm just looking like between the Peloton and the candy cakes. That's like, I'm just going back and forth with them. Like, what do I want? The devil on one shoulder, the angel on the other. And it's been a demon, but you know, I look forward to this challenge being able to shed the 30 pounds. I mean, you can see when I sit back a little bit, I got a little protrusion there from the, the breast region. So troubling times ahead, but another challenge, you know, speaking of challenges, just capped off another week at snap on selling them thangs and, you know, knock on wood. I'm not, I'm not being braggadocious by any means, but it's just a huge accomplishment for me because I've talked about stepping outside of my comfort zone, going into a field and an industry that's completely foreign to me, um, intimidating. You know, just so many little things and driving the truck. That was one part. Knowing about tools, dealing with these greasy low. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I just set a record for my my best sales week of all time and. It was it was a great week, followed by a lot of interactions and you know, one customer last week I went into his shop, tried to get a credit payment. His dog bit me on my finger while I was talking to him. And then this week I come in and the dog's back behind a little fenced in area, but he had uh he'd certainly been roaming the night before that that morning up because there was just three humongous piles of shit just right when you walk in the shop and I'm like it's like a lawnmower repair shop. And I'm like, imagine you're just a customer. You walk in, you just see just piles of dog shit on the floor. <laughs> so um, who knows? I went to a, a snap on town hall credit meeting the other night and just picking the brains of six to seven other snap on veterans and trying to learn from them. And a couple guys in the credit department, just trying to better myself, equip myself with more knowledge, be able to sell more tools and make more money. And, it's been it's been a challenge it's very consuming it stresses me out but really really fun you know really good time so I talked about the NBA playoffs earlier I kind of want to get into those Sixers are swimming right now easy series Brooklyn you know they got some really good wing players and Mikhail Bridges but they're not really a threat they were never considered a serious contender and Sixers Bucks and Celtics mainly the Bucks and the Celtics are threatening to come out of the East and off the top of my head, Sixers will play the Celtics next round. Milwaukee's going to end up playing. What's the other series? Atlanta, New York. There's game three of that tonight. So, or maybe tomorrow night. I think it's tomorrow night, Friday night. Um, Sixers Celtics. I don't feel great about, but you could argue Sixers are going to have the best player in the series. Him and beat or Tatum. Who's better. I mean, depends on who you're a fan of, what kind of game you like more. 
B can definitely be frustrating. I've always said this as a Sixers fan. I mean, the body language, the turnovers, the conditioning. There, there's just some things that now the shot making ability, the versatility, the defense at times. I mean, he has a lot of things that are unmatched in the NBA, but it's tough. Harden's got his playoff career uh, reputation, if you will. That's not the most excellent that you'd want. Uh, I really struggled in game two, so hoping for a rebound Thursday night game three. think it's going to be easy. I don't think the Celtics series is going to be easy. I'm nervous, but I'm – how many years can you fuck it up, right? So this this really – I'm hoping it's going to be their year. They can kind of break through and do their thing. Milwaukee, I think, still going to come out of the East. I think the Sixers will end up losing to them in the Eastern Conference Finals. The West, I have no idea. I mean, it's wild. Kawhi Leonard – just got a message on my phone right before this. He was ruled out for the game, so you're not going to have him in a pivotal game three tonight. And I already don't have Paul George, so if you're ever looking for that Russell Westbrook revenge game against KD, you know, back home in L.A. tonight, missing their top two guys. Russ was written off by everyone. He's got all the makings for it. Can he do it? Who knows, but... I think Phoenix is going to come out of there. I think Sacramento is going to be Golden State. You got Draymond just adding to his laundry list of just indefensible moves. Now he's stomping on Sabonis. And for the non-basketball fans, I know I'm losing you here, but we're almost done. Um, Sacramento, I think Denver's going to end up winning. And um, whatever, you get the point. Now, the Lakers, Lakers-Grizzlies, what an interesting series that is. Got Dylan Brooks talking all shit to LeBron James now. I I think that's going to end up coming to bite Dylan Brooks back in the butt. I mean, LeBron is one of the greatest players of all time. He's late 30s, maybe 40. I don't even know what he is, and he's still having a phenomenal year. So we'll see. We see. A couple other things I wanted to get to for sure, but this fucking little nudge of a customer still nagging me. Um, What do we want to go for? So... Yeah, I know. There's a lot of El Rio haters. El Rio is my little local golf course. It's not really well kept, but it's it's near me. It's convenient. It's easy. It's smaller. It's a good confidence booster of a course. Some say it's a ripoff. Some say it's just shitty. Whatever. I mean, I'm not great. I'm learning. But, you know, prior to last week, I think the best round I've ever had was like a 99. End up shooting an 88. So this weekend, we're double dipping the toes. We're going Friday and Sunday with my buddy. We're doing a home and home play at his course he's gonna come play at mine and when you're playing it's so hard not to be competitive just for fun especially like when i played against my brother a couple times he beat me one time and the next time i just smoked his fucking feathers and yeah i mean it's just a competitive fun the atmosphere i try to get people who don't go off into it because it's just about the camaraderie just out there talking having fun with your friends and playing a beautiful game in the meantime and the masters was capped off what was it two weeks ago or last week i think it was two weeks ago uh what an absolutely wonderful tournament. Been watching that since I was a, a young lad, and now I've gotten into the, the game a little more myself. I understand it better, and what an absolutely beautiful course. What an amazing tournament. The live guys are catching a lot of flack and controversy from the PGA loyalists. Uh, I don't know how a lot of you guys feel, but I love the PGA. I've been watching it my whole life, obviously, but Liv's exciting. I've watched it a couple times. The guys get to wear shorts. They're playing music. I mean, it's just fun. They're going to Australia this weekend. I don't know. I Tell me it wasn't fun watching Brooks Kepka and Phil Mickelson and a couple of, like, I think three of the Liv guys finished in the top five or top ten. So 
they had a great showing. They played well. Uh, it was awesome. You saw Brooks leading. Rom came from behind, crushed it. Just I don't think Brooks choked. I think Rom just played amazing. So it was it was super fun to see. Um, sticking with sports, you know, we got the MLB pitch clock. And the Phillies are struggling right now. I was wearing the shirt, and I kind of thought of that. But pitch clock's kind of drawn a lot of flack from some baseball fans, traditional guys. But and you know the whole beer inning thing, like stopping the sales order because the games are going so fast. There's a lot of controversy, but I think change is good. Baseball was kind of, in my opinion, needing a little bit of change to stay, stay in contention with NBA and NFL. You know, I just. I'm not going to call it a dying sport because I love it. I've always followed the Phillies, especially when they're good. I mean, when they're not good, I still tune in, but I don't, I'm not going to follow them all year. And you just see the ups and downs of a baseball season and you can understand. But when you got the pace and the the games taking as long, I mean, sometimes, you know, these games start at seven o'clock and then at 9 45, 10 o'clock. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. Now you're having some games over in two hours and 20 minutes, two hours and 15 minutes. And I just think it's, it makes for a little bit more, uh, consumer friendly you know you got the in between pitches you know how it would be just like tennis you got like the nadal who picks his wedgie he'll grab his shirt four times to wipe his sweat he'll grab his towel he's just doing it all this shit and it's just yeah 10 seconds might not seem like a long time but 10 seconds times every time you break in between just like these pitchers i mean it adds up you know so i think everyone needs to learn to adapt and just appreciate it because i think the change is really good so um trying to think of what else I wanted to cover. I just kind of wanted to really, one of my work customers told me he was listening to something on Spotify and then out of nowhere, something came on automatically and it was just like, it was verbal garbage. And I was like, what? So he was just like, it automatically started playing. He was thinking he recognized that voice. Now, granted, he didn't listen to the whole episode, but just made me think, I was like, man, I haven't recorded one in a couple of weeks. And I was trying to wait till I can get everything really situated and get a nice setup going, but just kind of improv to brought in a little table, put the, Laptop on a table. Am I still still running that shitty HP? Waiting to bite the bullet by this MacBook and take it to the next level. Uh, there was definitely a couple little like Instagram things I had saved that I wanted to kind of talk about just because I thought they were funny. Um, shout out to the K-pop star that passed away. Uh, Moon Bin is his name. I remember in elementary school, like you would have to write your name, you know, and then like when they started teaching us when you would write like i don't even know how to address this i already sound like a fucking retard but like you would put your last name and then first comma first name and like we had two asian i almost misjet miscultured them uh two asian brothers whose last name was i am like i'm and i remember we just thought that was so funny it's like i'm ben yep sense of humor still doesn't change much so uh boon min rest in peace Gone too soon, bro. K-pop star for those of you haters. Uh, speaking of non-white current events, how about that Dalai Lama, huh? <laughs> um, for those of you living under a rock, this was I don't know about a week ago. We can do the share screen. I mean, you're not gonna. It's not gonna be big, but we can. We can figure it out here. Okay, never mind. We don't have the video, but um, if if you didn't see it, there was a video of the Dalai Lama. Who's that weird little freak in Tibet, I think, right? Tibetan leader. 
So let me just read the caption for you guys. Tibetan spiritual leader, the Dalai Lama, apologized Monday after a video showing him kissing a child on the lips triggered criticism. A statement posted on his official website said the 87-year-old leader regretted the incident and wished to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as many friends across the world, for the hurt his words may have caused. Um, Yeah, I mean, did you guys see the video? He, he like, kissed the boy and then was, like, trying to suck the boy's tongue. He said, he asked, the Dalai Lama asked the boy to suck my tongue. Um, He's essentially, like, a cult leader. And I imagine that those boys' parents were probably like overseeing this and just it stresses me out thinking of this. Um, you know, and it's kind of off topic here, but I showed a video a couple of weeks back on one of the last episodes I did with that kid like jumping his teacher because she took her Nintendo, his Nintendo Switch, and you're just I think it's so like painful and troublesome to me. It's because it's my age range plus a little bit higher of the people that are raising, you know, these, these kids that are growing up now. I mean, not quite my age. I mean, there's 13 year old kids. I mean, you know what I, you kind of get what I'm saying. I mean, when I grew up, man, like the worst thing we would do is like, you know, mess up. Like I was a dickhead in elementary and middle school. And when we had substitutes, I would be the guy that would, you know, hide under the desk and eat, like have people feed me grapes like a dog and just, just do weird, stupid shit. And I'm sure I told the story on here, but we had a substitute who like had a whistle. We thought it was a whistle and it wasn't around his neck and he had a ruler. Yeah. Rest in peace. I'm not going to say his name. And he would, you know, slap the ruler when he would try to get our attention. So I remember like, we just started chanting whack it because we loved it. Like I was just, I was the ringleader and it was just such a little retard and, just screaming, chanting, whack it, you know, and then we all found rulers in a, a drawer and we took them out. We were cracking them while we were chanting and it was just little harmless things like that. You know, now you're seeing videos of kids punching their teachers in the face or just despicable bullying acts on Instagram. I mean, I just saw a video today of some nice young, I don't know, I'm going to guess between nine and 13 years old, some girl taking on a little like, I don't know what those boards are called, hoverboards or whatever, when you put your two feet and you like, kind of like the Paul Blart thing without the handlebars. Um, <laughs> that was a perfect description. You you know it. Um, she was just out there on her ring cam, you know, riding that thing. And then there's a video of like eight boys surrounding her and one of them punches her in the face. And it's just, it makes me so sick. And, you know, if I were ever to have kids and that happened to them, I, I just don't know how you react as a parent and how you can keep that together when you see this kind of stuff. And we just got to, as parents out there, you you, you simply got to do a better job raising these kids. I mean, the, the stuff you're starting to see now, and I'm, I'd be so horrified if I were a parent, you know, what, what could happen to my kid or what, like, I just, yeah. I mean, I, I did some, some recreational drugs in high school and sure. A couple of times my mom had to come pick me up and, you know, mid hallucination from a, food court in the mall and yeah you could you could imagine all these kind of things but still like that was me just experimenting trying to find this little lost soul somewhere in this fishbowl and you know i don't ever put harm or inflict damage on people like that and it's just it's kind of despicable to see and i just hope we can do better as a society you know there's no there's no need i'll admit i've had a lot of like I'm not going to say aggression, but pent up energy and pent up 
if you want to call it aggression, I guess you could. I mean, I'm not going to say, like say I don't have any aggression to me. I'm very mild mannered, but I'm just used to waking up, exercising, coming home from work, exercising, going to just like just burning off a lot of steam. And in these last six to 10 months, I've just been kind of out of sorts trying to catch up, get back into a rhythm here. And like I said, I kind of got these titties sagging right now. And that 30 pound herpy delight just has really set me back. But I think we're going to make it through this, you know, um, definitely not where I want to be with the podcast right now. I want to get more streamlined episodes coming out. I want to get more guests coming out, but I lost access to my Reddit account when I got a new phone and I had a bunch of guests lined up on there. So it's just, it's going to take time to build it back up, but a fun little thing in the works right now is I've got, it's just weird to call him an assistant, but a new coworker at Snap-on who I, he was one of my customers. So look at these fucking bad shirt for the listeners out there. I'm just fucking rubbing my pepperoni nipples because they don't look great in the shirt. And, you know, the 30 pound thing, you can even see the, the little chin. It's just, we're, we're a mess right now, guys. It's, I probably should have worn a mask for this episode so you can't see any of the shit I'm dealing with. But you know what? It's okay. I'm not scared to put this out to the public and have people hear me and how pathetic and weird I am. And, you know, I get a high from doing this. It's just a super fun little passion project. Uh, something I want to grow eventually and have a legit like setup where I can record and have people over and just shoot the shit with them and have fun. But right now we're just kind of running bare bones and we're doing what we can. Right. Um, Again, we're talking about this trend of young kids, and this is just a horrible, heartbreaking story. There's a fucking another pathetic TikTok trend, which I just hate, of this the Benadryl challenge, where kids are trying to take a lot of Benadryl to make themselves hallucinate. And like right away, I see a comment: "Does anyone parent anyone parent anymore? My kids are not allowed to have TikTok, and I take their devices daily to make sure they aren't watching behind my back. Get your kids off TikTok." Like, for real, these kids see something and they know what it's like to go viral and people get attention and they just want to do this stuff for likes and clicks and the dopamine hit. And it's just, man, I really don't know how to even convey my feelings with the way some of the, like, not to mention, I mean, I know it's controversial. Not everyone's going to agree with me. I'm not making it a, a like a controversial, th- controversial thing here. But I'm like, think about the that year and a half where these young kids who had to wear masks going to school every day, like how much that stunted their communication skills. I mean, I know when I was working at a restaurant and they were trying to make me wear one, like I just could not do it because I provide so much like sarcasm back and forth. And if you can't see that I'm smiling, it ruins the whole thing. And just, it, it I just feels so bad. And now these kids are going on TikTok trying to get likes and attention and, you see these suicides online. I mean, it's just kind of a, a theme here, which is how, where did we go wrong? Where did, you know, I, I compliment and praise Pete, like talk to people all the time about my parents and the neighborhood I grew up with, like in like some of my best friends or the Lembo family. It was like a second family to me, like their mom, like there's just so many mother figures that I grew up around that were so amazing. Even if they're not your mom, like they treated you like they were a kid and, just cared about you, took you, you know, I would go down to their beach house. She would cook me breakfast, dinner, like pack lunches for the beach, just everything. And now it's like these kids are passing away because they're overdosing on Benadryl, trying to get likes from hallucinating. It's just, it, I just don't know where, where we lost track here. Um, 
just so depressing. Um, on a happy note, completely unrelated, but I brought up the limbos. Uh, since I was, I don't even know how old, grew up with, you know, two of my best friends, Matt and Brian, and they've just been so tight in my life, such amazing friends. And, you know, I'm in Florida now. They're in Pennsylvania, Jersey, Philly, whatever. And you just naturally kind of lose touch and don't talk as much anymore. But my boy Maddie's getting married. A couple of weeks ago, he asked me to be be in his wedding, which I was just so honored. And I cannot wait. So September, you know, I'm going to New Jersey. I'm going to New Jersey in May. I'm going to New Jersey in June. I'm going to New Jersey in September. Getting ready to book a trip with my sister and parents to Texas in November. So definitely, uh, you know, the herpes set me back. I was supposed to be in Virginia. I chilled with my sister last week and couldn't be around the baby due to this fucking bullshit. So making up time elsewhere, you know, and two weeks from now, UFC Newark flying up there to go to that. We lost a co-main event and they're scrambling right now. Last thing I've heard was Paulo Costa and Jan Blahovich, which take my money, please. That would be phenomenal. Um, talking to one of my old coaches slash friends from jiu-jitsu who just uh, informed me that my boy Nico's got a fight coming up in Vegas. I don't want to divulge any of the details because I don't know if it's official, but holy smokes, boner alert. Is it a crazy fight? I mean, the matchup, the style, everything you could ever dream of as an MMA fan, regardless if he's a friend or not. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to watch his fights when he fights because I get so worked up and nervous with all this crazy energy, but holy shit, this next one. So I got uh got the invite to come do a little training with them. Schedule's not really lining up yet as I uh got to work these day shifts mostly and then Fridays I get a half day. But like I said, the home and home this week, going to the links. So if my friend blows me off, a former podcast guest, then uh that's going to be on him and I'll come on here and, and air some laundry about it. Looking down in my room, I set up the Nintendo 64 that survived the hurricane, thank God, with all my games. And I was playing a little Yoshi story the other day, and I was really having a hard time getting getting past Chapter 4. And I think the rust was really taking over, so I'm a little embarrassed about that. But we don't hide anything here on the Verbal Garbage Podcast. I've told you about the herpes. I've told you about the 30-pound weight loss or the weight gain. Now that we got the weight loss program underway, uh, trying to survive without, you know, I'm pretty much taking buy and take out every night. And like, lately I've been trying to cook a few meals, but not having the garbage disposal. Like I said, you get the water piping hot. You use the nozzle on the sink to rinse it to get it loose. You shake it around, you take it outside, you dump it, you do it like, because you can't put anything down the sink. So it's uh, definitely a challenge. But one of the first things I did when I got back here was get the bidet and the squatty potty set up. So hello, Tushy. Still coming after you for that sponsorship. Don't think I'm going anywhere. I'm just, uh, I've been gone for a minute, but now I'm back and hopefully this will be a little more steady. What days they're going to be recorded on? I have no fucking idea, but I'm going to try to get them out once a week, try to incorporate some guests coming back on. My new little apprentice from Snap-on is going to be on and we're going to, we're really going to roast each other to bits. And I think you guys will enjoy that. So until then, until the next episode, the verbal stinky garbage is out. Thank you for listening. Peace.